Hi there, we're so glad you found us. Welcome to Embers, a podcast by Volo. We believe that when we support teens' emotional well-being, they discover who they are, what they stand for, and their capacity to bring light and love to the world. Volo creates spaces where teens can get away from it all, feel independent, unplug, and have fun. We are a place of belonging for youth to have deep conversations and feel empowered as they ignite a future with hope. Our circle is open to every race, gender, sexuality, ability, religion, and background. Embers is where, together with other teens, we share our stories as we navigate the waters between childhood and adulthood in an ever-changing world. We hope you'll join us here each month as we explore timely and compelling topics, fanning the embers burning in each of us. In this episode, Volo teens Levi and Lila explore the impact of social media on the lives of young people. They field parent questions about snap maps and screen time boundaries and everything in between. Those with youth in their lives won't want to miss this candid and insightful conversation. Come along. Hello, I'm Lila and I use she, her pronouns. And I'm Levi, I use he, him pronouns. We've been thinking about social media and the impact on our and our parents' lives. We asked adults to give us questions about our experiences with social media. We think it's important to recognize that we're just two teenage voices and don't represent all teens. But we still hope that our responses shed a little light on topics that aren't always easy to talk about. Lila, can you just talk about your own social media use a little bit? Yeah, so I'm on basically like I think every social media, but the ones I really use are like Instagram, Snapchat to communicate to friends and probably be real. What ones do you find yourself using the most? I'm usually just on Instagram and Snapchat, although decreasingly on Snapchat. I think Snapchat's like kind of a more casual way to talk to friends and it becomes like a more fun way besides messages, I think. Definitely, yeah. I feel like with Snapchat, I kind of came to the conclusion, you know, a few years ago that I don't actually prefer it to just normal messaging. Um, And so I've sort of stopped using it as much, but every once in a while, I still think it's a a fun, fun tool, so. Yeah, I feel like there's a lot of positives and negatives with Snap Maps and everything with that too. Definitely. So talking about positives and negatives, what what do you think is a positive impact of social media? So like I said earlier, kind of just like communicating with friends is a positive. You can see what they're up to, but there's definitely a lot of negatives like being able to see where your friends always are and all of that really can affect people's mental health. How about you? Well, as you know, recently I, um, I actually posted something on Instagram for the first time. Yeah. Um, and that was a very interesting experience for me because for the most part, I've been a consumer of social media, not necessarily somebody that participates in it and posting it, posting that post, uh, I should say (laughs) made me actually very stressed. I was very, self-conscious about the pictures that I was choosing and even after I had posted it I kept going back and checking it and making sure that all of the pictures looked fine and that just kind of it made me feel really gross for the rest of the day Uh, but so personally I actually don't know if I'm ever going to post anything again but I just feel like that's that's a negative impact that I I've never really heard somebody talk about before and it kind of caught me off guard as for positives though I mean I, I do think I find a lot of fun in social media. My friends and I, we send each other a lot of, you know, funny reels on Instagram or funny snaps on Snapchat. 
and it tends to be a pretty lighthearted thing most of the time for me. So I feel like in a way it does kind of offer a way to deal with stress sometimes. Yeah, I feel like it's hard to like pick if it's positive or negative because I feel like it affects people in both ways. And right. what you're saying is so valid with like being stressed about posting and um, all of that. But going back to Snapchat, the Snap Map thing. Right. What's your opinions on on Snap Maps? Well, for for people that might not understand, Snap Map is a um, it's a tool on the app Snapchat where you you can basically see where your friends are on a map of the world. A lot of people, well, you you can choose whether or not it's on or off, so you can choose whether or not people can see you. A lot of people tend to turn it on if they're going somewhere, so that people can tell you know where they are if they're on vacation. Yeah. But it can be a very interesting thing. A lot of the time, this has happened to me. You know. I've forgotten to turn it off and my friends have made comments or, you know, people have sort of said things about where I am and it's kind of caught me off guard and freaked me out a little bit. But what are your, what are your opinions on it? Yeah. So I definitely like very 50, 50 on it. Sometimes I'll have my snap map on, sometimes I'll have it off. I find it in a positive light when to know where my friends are and stuff like that. Just, I don't know. I don't know if it's that positive. But the negative thing is seeing other things that are happening that you're, you haven't been invited to, and that can really ruin your day and like put a damp on that. Right. So. I definitely agree with that. Another yeah. negative, I think, is that it can definitely turn into kind of an abused tool in people's friendships. Um, like Lila was saying, if there's some event that people aren't invited to, you know, that's a big issue. And also people can, you know, get pressured into leaving it on so that people can tell where each other are. And then that's a whole other can of worms where it might not be an entirely, you know, something you wanted to do, but it's something you feel like you have to. That hasn't happened to me, but I've heard stories about people being in that situation. Um, and I just think that's a really, you know, not fun place to be. So Yeah, I definitely think, like I've always said to my parents that I wish I could have Snapchat, but the Snap Map thing is just off. Like I can't see anyone's location. Yeah. And they can't I know I can turn mine off, but I almost wish that I could turn it all off in general. I agree. And yeah. not just have the urge to just check it just because. Right, definitely. So Levi, how do you think social media affects your peers? Like if they were here, what do you think they would say in general? That's an interesting question actually, because we've talked about this in the past. Mm -hmm. Um one of the big things that comes up both of my male and female identifying friends, is that um, body image is a really big thing on social media. Yeah, definitely. Um, there's definitely a lot of pressure for both genders to be a very you know specific body type. For my male friends, it's very, you know, you're supposed to be muscular, you're supposed to be very, very big. And, you know, for, for women, it's a very different... Kind of like an image. Yeah, exactly. That I feel like it's like a pressure that everyone feels, but no one really talks about. Definitely, so. yeah. That's something that I've even noticed in myself a little bit, but that's something that we've talked about a lot. And I feel like they would share that sentiment as well, that it's a very weird thing when you get into different corners of social media, because it's not always there. It's something that you can sort of stumble into, but it definitely does have an effect on, on you know, me and my friends when we see stuff like that. Do you notice people in your life having a negative mental health response to social media? I would say it depends on the person. And yeah. more importantly, it depends on how people interact with social media. 
I feel like I know people that are very invested in social media and they tend to have a lot of stress surrounding it. Like some friends of mine are very, you know, keen on staying up to date and like posting things um, that might not even be like super significant in their life. And they tend to fall into sort of like a, a trap of, you know, being super stressed, not even necessarily about getting likes or whatever. I feel like that's a pretty common misconception. Um, yeah, definitely. Is that most people that I know don't actually care about getting likes or, you know, comments or whatever. It's more about people like seeing their pictures and, you know, judging them based on those. But I feel like I definitely know people that get very stressed by it. And I feel like I know people that don't. And that's, that's kind of a, <laughs> yeah. a tangent away from the question. The way that people respond to it, I don't actually know. I mean, a lot of people, I don't think really share how they respond to it. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure what you think about that. Yeah, I think some of my friends, at least at my school, try to like hold a certain image of how they look online. But just looking at that and then knowing them in person can really vary on like how they really are. So it's kind of an inaccurate description of who they really are, which right. is kind of rough because right. if you've never met someone, like I've, I've definitely done this before. If I know I'm meeting someone, I'll look them up. But I know that's, that's a negative habit because you don't really know who they are until you meet them. Yeah. What age do you think parents should allow their kids to get social media accounts? And what should parents have the right to do or not do when it comes to like monitoring their kids' social media? Yeah, so when I was younger or not even that much younger like two years ago I had time limits and stuff on all my apps and I did really hate it but now I'm kind of looking back and realizing that was just a way for my parents kind of to protect me from not being so indulged in all the social media and everything that comes up on your phone but I think as you get older you shouldn't have as many restrictions but I think it's definitely valid for parents to be concerned about that and what you're posting and stuff. Yeah. Because you have like an image. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. I have a very similar experience, actually. I didn't have access to social media till I was around 14 or 15. And even then, I didn't really start until I was around, you know, 16. And a lot, large part of that was because I didn't have a phone until then. But I feel like in a very similar way to Lila, I, at the time, I was very stressed about it because I felt like I was not cool because I didn't, you know, have access to social media and I couldn't really keep up with all of like the you know, gossip or whatever, drama. Yeah. Um, and that made me very self-conscious. But looking back, it's definitely one of the best parenting decisions I think my parents have ever made. I um, love how you can realize that. That's and really yeah, I'm, I'm super yeah. glad that they didn't let me, you know, have a phone or have social media until I was older. That being said, I don't think that social media is entirely bad. But I do feel like I wish that I and other people I know have like had been given more of a practice period of sort of having like a, a slow introduction to it instead of sort, of sort of being thrown in. I feel like learning how to, you know, manage yourself on social media and learning how to manage your own feelings related to it and what you post and whatnot, um, that should have more monitoring over, you know, a multi-year period, I would say. Yeah, I think it's definitely like a gray area for parents and kids. That, but see, now we're both realizing we kind of <laughs> we kind of wish or we we like that our parents did that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Now, <laughs> definitely not in the moment, though, for me, at least. Yeah. So we had another parent ask, I want to know if teens believe the research research that connects mental health issues with social media. What are our feelings on that connection? 
If we agree, do we talk about this with our peers and what strategies might we use if we're concerned that it's impacting our mental health? So I know that's a, that's a lengthy question. <laughs> Maybe talk about what are our feelings on the connection with mental health and social media when it comes to, to parents versus teens? I definitely believe that it is a real thing. I don't notice it that much in myself, but as I've said earlier, I, I don't really engage in social media as much as a lot of my peers do. But I've definitely seen people around me that are affected by it, that get very stressed by it, that have very you know negative emotions relating to it, or you know feel like pressure even if they don't want to necessarily engage in social media. But I, I do definitely think that it, there's a very real connection there. What do you think? Yeah, I think like ever since I was young, I've I've always strived to be like, can I please get Instagram, you know, for my 13th birthday or something. Now that it's affecting me in a negative way, I can kind of look back on that. Just like I was talking about looking back with my parents' rules. I think parenting, they all do it for a reason. And I feel like we're definitely realizing it now. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like there's a lot of pressure that relates to it in in the way that it's kind of when you don't have it, you want it because everybody else has it. And then it's sort of a snowball effect because then you yeah. contribute to that with other people. Yeah, definitely. Um, if we agree, which <laughs> it seems like we both do, yeah. um, do we talk about this with our peers? And what strategies might we use if we're concerned that it's impacting our mental health? Yeah, so I don't think me and my friends really talk about it. But in my perspective, it's definitely a negative impact. Kind of like getting sucked into like, watching reels, you know, I think everyone has a common experience and just sitting in your bed for hours, just doing that really, once you realize what you've done, you're like, I just wasted that time and I can't really get that back. Um, so that's something me and my friends talk about. Definitely. That's, I, I have a very, yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah, I, I feel that a lot. Um, that's something I've definitely noticed in myself is that I spend so much of my free time on my phone and on social media at this point that I often am very like, I find myself thinking about what I could have done instead and what, you know, enjoyable experience I might've missed Yeah, um, <laughs> because I just chose to, you know, sort of take the easy route and yeah, just start scrolling. But, yeah. It's very distracting. <laughs> yeah. And that, that's not really something I've talked about with my friends, but I've tried a few different methods to sort of limit myself. One of them was screen time that didn't last very long. Yeah, um, I tried putting that on myself. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, and then one of them, which I found interesting, was I actually brainstormed a list of things that I wanted to do in my free time. And any time that I started like scrolling on social media for a super long time, I would be like, wait, nope, pause. <laughs> and then I would go and look at that list and find something that I wanted to do. And that kind of helped me reset. And I'm not sure if that works for anybody else. Maybe it's just a me thing. We all sort of operate differently, but that I sort of found helped me a little bit. So Yeah, that's an awesome idea. I might have to steal that from you. <laughs> I really like that, though. Kind of just get away from the phone. So, Lila, it sort of seems like we've grouped the way that social media affects our mental health into two different categories of sort of the way that we view ourselves after we use social media and the things that we see on social media and how that affects our mental health. Um, What do you think about the difference between those two? And can you maybe elaborate on them? Yeah. So kind of like what I'm seeing on social media, I don't think specifically kind of like Instagram reels or TikTok, I'm kind of just scrolling to pass time. 
I don't think that affects me negatively in the moment, but it's when I realize that I could have been using that time to study or go to the beach or something. That's what kind of impacts me negatively. But then talking, going back to Snap Maps and people's Instagram posts, that can just make you feel, and I think everyone can relate to this, like very insecure and yeah. all of that. So. Yeah, definitely like the feeling of not as good as your peers can, yeah. uh, can come through every once in a while, and that's never a good feeling. Do you ever find yourself just like wasting like so many hours and you just beat yourself up about it? Like, Absolutely, yeah. yeah. But then I, I always, I find that I feel that way, but then I also think about what I could have done, and a lot of the time I'm like, you know, it, it sort of feels like there wasn't a whole lot that I would have been doing anyways. And yeah. I feel like that's almost sort of an excuse that I'm making sometimes because I know, you know, that there was a time before social media and I know that people yeah. entertain themselves other ways, but I just myself can't really seem to find what that way might be. So, yeah, I don't know. the way of communicating like before social media, I think, was in a much more meaningful connection. Yeah. And actually, my mom sat down with me today and we, we were looking through her senior photos and everyone would write on the back, um, like, I'm so happy I got to meet you, all this stuff. And I, and that was just really special because I don't think that would happen in today's world Yeah. where someone would write on the back of a senior picture. I feel like it would more be like a text and I yeah. don't think that's as meaningful and doesn't make as many connections as it used to. Yeah, I agree. Considering the fact that we're talking about social media as it relates to mental health, I wonder if we take for granted that any young people our age are at least aware and willing to talk about it. Do we think people talk about it? Or is it even different than a few years ago? I wonder if we can talk about what caused this change. Yeah, that's interesting. I, I do feel like people talk about social media and mental health a lot more. And I feel like I myself have become a lot more comfortable with it because a lot of my friends, I've you know, learned how are dealing with mental health issues um, more yeah. than I would have thought, you know, 10 years ago. And I feel like part of that might be just everybody maturing and sort of discovering themselves and their own personalities more. But also I feel like it is a bit of a social thing. Um, it's more normal for people to talk about it. And I feel like it is kind of a snowball effect. Yeah, definitely. And I feel like that is the biggest part of the change that I've seen. What do you think? Yeah, I think if you kind of looked like at a graph and like one one line was the uses of social media over the last 10 years right. and mental health. I think that they would go line in line. And I just think phones are just becoming more and more present in everyone's lives and days. Right. And that's something I've actually been thinking about, like what's, what's gonna be like in 10 years? Cause it feels like we're already on our phones and technology so much. And is our, is our mental health just going to continue getting worse? Or, right. I mean, there are more strategies, like therapy is becoming way more normal and all of that. So yeah, I wonder if there's, I don't know, going to be a big change. <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely agree. I do feel like it is kind of a scary thought to think that in the future, you know, people might be on their phones even more than mm -hmm. they are now. Like I personally almost sometimes feel like ashamed of how, how much time I spend on my phone and on social media. Yeah. Um, and I can't even imagine like sacrificing some of the time that I spend with my friends to just do more of that. And I feel like that is sort of a common sentiment shared by a lot of people. 
our age. And I feel like because of that, people talk about it more. That's something that I've definitely talked about with my friends is like how much we spend time on social media and how we sort of like try and plan things so that we don't do that. Yeah, so like the other night, me and my friends um, all pulled out our screen time on our phone and you can see, and we're kind of all comparing it. Right. And it was weird because the people who kind of had the highest screen time were a little ashamed and defensive. Right. So it was just interesting to see that, that perspective. That would be an interesting, I mean, this is a bit of a tangent, but that would be an interesting game to play with your friends yeah, to try yeah. and like counteract it as who can have the lowest screen time for the week or whatever. Yeah, that, that's a good idea. <laughs> yeah. So do you think our lives would be better without social media? I know this is a tough question. Yeah. I, wow. Mm. <laughs> I think it really depends on how we treat social media. I feel like some people... You can definitely have a very healthy social or, um, relationship with social media, but I feel like it can also quickly sort of deteriorate into something that sucks your time and, you know, makes you sort of self-conscious. Um, and so I feel like there is a, a benefit and a negative, I don't know how to phrase that, but on yeah, both sides yeah. of it. Um, I would say that overall right now it's negative, but I think that if as a you know society and in our friend groups and with our peers and the people around us if we can find more solutions to problems surrounding social media it definitely has the promise of being something better yeah definitely i think like it impacts everyone differently and everyone needs to see that if like some person has a really positive experience i think they need to see that oh my gosh like i just posted like but that could affect someone negatively right like feel left out or feel very insecure and i think people just need to in today's world just be more open to seeing that and right and thinking about others as well so do we want to end this conversation with any final thoughts or words yeah sure i definitely feel like i want people to recognize that social media is a very nuanced topic um and there's a lot of different opinions and a lot of different ways that it affects us but I do feel like conversation is definitely the best way to work through them. So Yeah, definitely. I agree. The more we talk about it, the more normalized it's going to become. And I think it's great that we got to talk about it today. Do you want to do a final word? Yeah. I think I'm feeling insightful. I would say that I'm feeling optimistic. Thanks for joining us today. Like what you heard? We invite you to connect with us at followmain.org for additional ideas and inspiration. Music from this episode was created by one of our many talented teens, Miles. It was a pleasure having you in our circle today. Until next time, take care.